This internet broadcast was prepared for release on September 11th, 2022, the 21st anniversary of the assault on this nation by terrorists that resulted in the deaths of thousands of innocent United States of American citizens and the subsequent deaths from illnesses contracted from the noxious fumes and schmutz at the site of the World Trade Center and at the Pentagon of hundreds, if not thousands, of others. This broadcast is the first of three devoted to requiems and funeral pieces, compositions for mourning and compositions of consolation. I want to begin with what appears to be the earliest extant setting of the requiem. I say appears to be because there may be a setting of the Requiem that was composed by Guillaume Dufay that antedates this setting of the Requiem by Ioannis Alkagum. It's complicated. First of all, there are the scholars who argue that there are movements in the Aukagam Requiem, which were borrowed. It is said, for example, that one of the movements may have been taken from the Lost Requiem by Guillaume Dufay. However, it could have gone the other way. We'll not likely know because no copy of the Dufay Requiem has ever turned up, and the precise date of the setting by Johannes Aukagem is uncertain. It could have been written as early as 1461 in memory of the French king Charles VII, Charles VII who had been a patron of Alkagams, but then again he could have composed it in memory of the French king Louis Louis XI, who also was one of his employers. Whatever. This is a remarkable composition by a remarkable composer one of the pioneers in pushing the limits of modality and laying the groundwork for the tonal system, which essentially has dominated Western music since the late 17th century at the latest. In 
this historic performance of the Orchogam Requiem, the ensemble Pro Cancione Antiqua is conducted by its founder, Bruno Turner. The instrumental accompaniment is provided by the Hamburger Belizerkreis für Alte Musik. The movements are introitus, curiae, graduale, tractus, and offertorium. Some have suggested that the surviving source, and there is only one, for the Orchogam Requiem is incomplete, that there were movements that for whatever reason did not survive and were not available. Whatever, as my beloved father often said to me, 40% of something is better than 100% of nothing, particularly when it is something as magnificent as the Requiem, the Missa Pro Defunctis, by Johannes Ockegem.
the earliest extant setting of the Requiem, the Missa Pro Defunctis. Johannes Ockergem, with a movement or two which he may have used, I'm sure with permission and gratitude from his older contemporary, Guillaume Dufay. In that performance, which was recorded in Hamburg-Harburg in the Friedrich Ebert Halle in 1973, the Pro Antiqua of London was partnered by the Hamburger Blazerkreis für Alte Musik. And I have to mention the members of the Procanciona Antiqua of London who participated in this recorded performance. Three countertenors, James Bowman, who I am honored to say has been a friend of mine for almost 50 years, Paul S. Wood and Kevin Smith, the tenors John Elwes, James Griffith, and James Newington, the basses Mark Brown, Brian Etheridge, and David Thomas. The performing edition was prepared by the conductor of the performance, Bruno Turner, who worked from the sole surviving source for that astonishing composition, which is a codex in the Kiji collection, which is now in the Biblioteca Vaticana in Rome. I recorded the previous segment of this internet broadcast on the morning of September 8, 2022. Later that day, I learned of the death at Balmoral Castle in Scotland of Elizabeth II, who was the constitutional monarch reigning over the United Kingdom since February 6, 1952, the morning of the death of her father, King George VI. Therefore, we now have an additional dedicatee, if you will, for this internet broadcast. In addition to the victims of the attack on the United States, that was perpetrated by Arab terrorists on September 11, 2001, in addition to the thousands of innocent individuals who have lost their lives in the insidious, illegal invasion of the sovereign state of Ukraine, by Russia, we now have a beloved monarch. 
a woman who devoted seven decades of her life to the service of the peoples of the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth of Nations. And given that, there is a certain appropriateness to the fact that many of the requiem settings and funeral and memorial compositions that I am presenting on this broadcast were inspired by a deceased royal, in one case actually composed by a royal, but that comes later. This next selection was published in 1605. It is the Officium Defunctorum of Thomas Luis de Victoria, the Spanish priest who was one of the great composers of sacred music in the latter half of the 16th century. For many years, he had worked as, if you will, Maestro di Capella for the Dowager Empress Maria of Austria, Maria of the Holy Roman Empire. She was the daughter of the Holy Roman Emperor Charles V and the sister of King Philip II of Spain. Her husband was the Emperor Maximilian II. After her husband's death, she returned to Spain, and from 1581 until her death in 1603, she lived in retreat in the monastery of the barefooted nuns, Descalzas Reales, which her sister, Princess Juana of Austria, had founded in 1564. The Empress was a talented musician in her own right. She had studied with, amongst others, Antonio de Cabezón. She was a woman of great refinement. Thomas Luis de Victoria entered her service in 1583 after Philip II had granted his request that he be allowed to, quote, put an end to my labor of composing, to rest for a time in honest leisure, and to be able to compose my soul in contemplation as befits a priest. Of course, once he became Maestro de Capilla to the Empress uh, Maria of Austria, he was obliged to write, rehearse, and direct the music for her funeral rites, as he himself specified in his edition of 1605, Officium Defunctorum Sex Vocibus, in obitu 
et obsequies sacrae imperatrices. The funeral rites were regulated by the Ceremoniale Episcoporum promulgated in 1600 by Pope Clement VIII for the two services that are specified in the Ceremoniale Episcoporum Victoria provided several polyphonic settings intended for appropriate parts of the Requiem Mass, a responsory for the absolution, a motet, and for the vigil, the lesson Tayedet Animam Meam. The polyphony is normally in six parts, one of which, usually the second cantus, carries the strict liturgical chant melody. In this recording, Paul McCreish, who founded the Gabrielli Consort, arranges Victoria's polyphony for the Mass in the same manner that a 17th century Maestro de Capilla would have done in daily practice. To the alternating plain chant in Gippets and polyphony that appear in Victoria's print are added the chants necessary to complete the liturgical structure. Amongst these are the sequence Dies Irae, retained by the reforms of the Council of Trent in the Mass of the Dead, the setting of the Matins lesson Tayedat Animam Meam is not given in this performance in its liturgical context, but rather forms a prelude to the Requiem Mass itself. The motet Versa Est in Luctum is the only work not to contain a liturgical text. In the 1605 edition, it is printed between the Communion Lux Eterna and the Responsory, for absolution liberame, and it is sung in this position in this recording, which was made in Brinkburn Priory, Weldon, Northumberland, England, in October of 1994. The Gabrielli Consort is conducted by its founder, Paul McCreish. Thomas Luis de Victoria the Officium Defunctorum of 1605.
Thomas Louis de Victoria, his Officium Defunctorum, published in 1605, the music that he wrote for the funerals of his patroness, the Dowager Empress Maria of the Holy Roman Empire, who died early in 1603. The realization, based on the practices of early 17th century Spain, was made by Paul Macriche, the founder and the director of the Gabrielli Consort, in that performance. The recording was made in the Bricknell Priory at Weldon near Morpeth in Northumberland, England in October of 1994. 